2: Hey Zabe here from my bookie, the official sports book of the ZabeCast. Real payouts, real customer service, absolutely rock solid place to get your sweet action on when it comes to sports. What a glorious time we're in right now! NFL is going, college football is going, about to add in the Big Ten and the Pac twelve. Baseball playoffs are here every single night. There is no shortage of games to watch or bet on, and you need to get on with my bookie. Whatever it is you like to bet. Lay low and then, wham, hit him with a big right hook of a bet. Or maybe just dabble or have a little bit here, a little bit there. Do it from your phone. It's so convenient. Play some parlays, underdog parlays. Make meaningless games meaningful for you by putting a little something, something on it. And go to mybookie.com to do it. When you sign up, use the promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, to claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start in your winning season. Read the rules and regulations so you understand how the bonus payout works, and you're on your way. Promo code ZABE to claim that bonus when you make your deposit. Stacked UFC cards, the Masters coming up, presidential prop bets. Oh, it is sweet action all over the place. MyBookie.com, the official and reputable and rock solid sports book of this, the ZABEcast. Today on the Zabecast, remember the days ago in Cone of Silence? I've got a few thoughts on that. A very not awkward hotel room podcast, I swear, with me and the Scotty Boys, Josh and Git. We'll talk about why I don't want to sell Josh my drone and why I also just bought $500 of worthless award plaques. Your high test, not street legal, 30 minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go.
1: <laughs> Here we go.
2: Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. Thank you for joining me. We're finally here. We're on the day of the thing. The thing that we all are so tired of. I thought today would be a good day to bring up the concept, the topic of Cone of Silence. For those who are too young, to remember the pre-internet, pre-digital, and certainly pre-social media world. As a sports fan, you have no idea what Cone of Silence is all about. But for those of us who were, let's say, in our 20s, back before circa 1999 or thereabouts, we know all about it. Cone of Silence is when you want to watch a big sporting event and you don't want to know the outcome until you can get back home from whatever obligation it is you were tied to, usually a family dinner or Aunt Aunt Nana's 92nd birthday or a wedding or a funeral or a who knows what. And you would then dedicate yourself to a cone of silence. You would tell people in your circle. If it was a big football game, you'd be like, ah, I've got it taping at home on my VHS tape. I don't want to know what happened. And then in later years, you could do it with the DVR. But by the time the DVR came around, it was getting to be too hard to avoid scores and outcomes. So people would do this. My colleague, Andy Poli, who you normally hear on a Tuesday but not this week, once got into it with a, a member at his church. It might have been the rabbi, as a matter of fact, who announced the score of his beloved Redskins at the end of a Jewish holiday service. And Andy got snippy with him saying, hey, fash, fashmuktika, you, you, you blew it. We were trying to, uh, some of us didn't want to know the score. Actually, that could be a good Yiddish word. I'll ask Andy, fash, fashmuktika. Anyway, that was Andy's story of Kona Silence. I I remember Kona Silence doing it for the Ryder Cup back in 1994. Sounds about right. 94 Ryder Cup at Valderrama, Spain. Me and my buddy Curtis, we were out playing golf that morning. And we had taped the matches while we went out and played golf in the fall. One of the late fall weather days in Chicago. He was working for the Chicago Bulls in their ticket sales office in the Blackhawks. I was working at one-on-one sports. And we're like, all right, let's play golf. It's over in Spain, so the matches started really early. But we've got them on tape. We'll watch them all the way through. So we get done playing golf. We get in separate cars to go back to my apartment to watch the matches. He hears on the radio the scores. And then blurts it out to me, even though I was like, bro, I thought we had Cone of Silence. He apparently forgot. He was like, what? I just, It's just one score. You don't need to know everything. Oh, I didn't want to know anything. I, I remember got so mad. I get so mad about that. And the funny thing is, that's what you do when you're young. You don't have a family. You don't have obligations. And you're like, yeah, I can afford to get mad. Because what what else do I care about in life but the fucking Ryder Cup and not having it spoiled for me? Anyhow, the reason I bring up Cone of Silence is, can you, could you, today, on election day, go Cone of Silence and then go to bed and then wake up and find out what happened or what is still happening? By the way, apparently New Jersey said they're not going to count People's ballots who vote in person for up to, I think, nine days. Is that possible? Six days, seven days, nine days? They say they want to get all their ballots in together so that there's not cheating if they start counting some ballots early, some ballots on election day. And you people, well, not many people, but you one or two people who didn't like my idea of the blue ink on election day in person voting. Period. End of story. Only exception is for military members literally fighting for this country, serving our country, and not able to physically get to the polls. Otherwise, you can't bring your right wrist to get a big purple right on it as you cast your ballot. Simple ballot. Boom. Easily countable. Election results within hours. You're telling me that's a bad idea. You want all these fancy ways to vote. Vote by mail. Vote early. Soon it'll be vote by internet. Then it's going to be, don't worry, we voted for you because we know based on the algorithms who you would have likely voted for. That's the end That's the end of the line right there. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. So if you're going to go cone of silence tonight, let me know. If anybody can pull it off, let me know. I'd like to hear how it went. And then on Wednesday morning, you're going to be like Eddie Griswold saying, Clark, I- I couldn't be more surprised than if I woke up with my head sewn to the carpet. Maybe a good surprise. Maybe a bad surprise. All right, I've got a special promotion that I am launching right here before the holidays. As we are officially in holiday season right now, let's call it. There is a cool company called HomeFields.com. And if you're a sports fan, and I know you are, and you love certain stadiums that mean a lot to you, your boyhood stadiums that brought you joy watching your favorite team, or perhaps in college, and you want a little replica of that stadium, well, homefields.com makes little miniature 3D replica stadiums that are lit up by LED lights, and they come in three sizes, so there's a size for every shelf, every budget. They're all lit, like I said, by LEDs. You leave them on at night, they'll burn for a million hours, so you don't have to worry about turning them off. Looks cool at at night, you turn off the office, you see the glowing lights of, say, Camp Randall or RFK or Yankee Stadium glowing in the background. You can get yours at homefields.com, but I have some to give away. And here's how I would like to give it away. We're going to call this Lambo Week. So the best story about Lambeau Field that you have, and you can give to me in 30 seconds or less on a quick video, or in 240 characters on Twitter, will win the home field stadium replica, replica of Lambeau Field by the end of the week. Tweet it to me at ZabeCast, at ZabeCast, at ZabeCast, not at Zabe, don't gum up my mentions there, at ZabeCast, which is another Twitter handle I'd like people to start tuning into so they can get information about this podcast. So there you go. Just give me a good story about yourself at Lambeau Field, 30 seconds or less in video or in 240 characters on Twitter. Good luck. Best response by Thursday gets the homefields.com Lambeau Field replica. Go to homefields.com and get it for the sports fan in your life. We are in wow. the hotel room right yeah. now. Yeah. Me and the Scotty boys, Josh and Getter. This is Pitbull, boys. Love Pitbull. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Certified it is. fucking banger of a song. Maybe. I don't know if it. I just first time I've heard it, by the way. You've
3: never heard this song?
2: No. no. Are you oh, kidding me? Wow. It is on every single one of his yeah, playlists. Yeah, this is legit. I legit just. Googled songs about hotel rooms oh, because yeah. that's where we are right now. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, this is the goat of hotel room songs. i that is not or true at all. Hotel motel Holiday yes. Inn. That is the there goat. Go. Yeah, or at the Marriott. Literally, well, they okay. just oh, yeah. quoted yeah, that yeah, song in this song. Yeah. Oh,
2: that's very meta. Yeah. Hotel motel Holiday Inn.
3: Seems like that freak stuff.
2: So wait, this is about sex oh, in a no. hotel room? No. no, Pitbull? That'd be crazy. Yeah. And strippers. It's about
4: that and him letting everyone know that he's from the 305 mm-hmm. and also the worldwide.
2: Yep. What's his real name? Armando uh, something, something, something. Yeah, Look it up on Pitbull. your phone. I uh, I am pit bull positive, which makes oh, me. Yeah. Which well, not everybody is. So a lot of people think he's a total douchebag, just like I'm Armando Tessitor. Christian Perez. Yeah, I'm also uh, Joe Tessitore positive, which also puts me in a minority category, to be sure. I like Tess. Okay, well there you go. I or, don't care. You're 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 Tess agnostic. Yeah, you don't give a shit. I don't. You he's fine. Spend your opinions for more important things. All right, yeah, boys. Exactly. So very importantly. Yes. Josh gets here first to the hotel room, <laughs> to the hotel room, yeah. to the hotel yeah, room. Walking in yeah. with his boombox playing Pitbull. He shoves an envelope in my hand and says, oh. let's do this before Gitter gets here. Right. And I'm like, what was it, a line of cocaine? Or no, what? and I'm like, I'm not that kind of call girl, okay? <laughs> Leave your tribute somewhere else, you well, fucking what, what, what was in the envelope well, wait, was, it was a piece pay- of paper that said, I need 10 bucks. Oh. <laughs> I just assumed you were going to pay him to, you know. All right, so anyway, I'm like, look, Josh, I'm not that kind of a call girl, but whatever. And he's like, okay, where's my drone? Here's the money, by the way. This is the remainder of the $300 for the original Mavic Pro that I agreed to sell to Josh for $300 Ooh. even. No eBay fees transactions. Sure. I did a quick search on what my uh, old drone it with like, accessories. It looks like 225 in there, Well, he though. gave me 75 via PayPal. Oh. Now, I already told Why him. Why is I said, that? Because, well, it doesn't matter. Don't bog this story down. Yeah. So anyway, um, Josh really wants a drone. I don't blame him. Drones are fucking cool. You have one. I have one. Multiple ones. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It dawned on me as I had agreed to sell the drone to Josh, I can't sell him my drone. And Josh <laughs> is absolutely pissed off about it.
4: I don't get it. And, I don't understand
2: at all. Okay. Well, I'm trying to explain to it. I I know at your age mm-hmm. what $300 is. Yeah. And to me, the $300 I'm getting, it doesn't really mean much, but it's part of my dysfunctional mental game of buying things, selling things, Buying things, returning things, eBaying things, slush funding it into my PayPal account, slush funding it out. It's all just a big fucking game of moving yeah, around a- small amounts of money that made Josh as a 52-year-old man who is working himself into an early grave doing too many jobs should not be taking $300 from somebody who I am directly your boss. I don't want to take your money. Now, do I want to give you my drone? I don't want to give you my drone either. Here's why. It sucks. It's not a good drone compared to today, Getter, You can agree with me that the old Mavic yeah, the Pro, original, yeah. the image quality is not good enough for me. I actually get a better image quality out of the Mavic Mini. Which, which
3: you can find at Costco and probably be pretty three, close to your 300 bucks, 369 here. brand yeah. new. Now,
2: That's $70 more than I'm willing to spend. Okay, well, here's what I may do. I may give you my Mavic Mini on a permanent loan until you lose it. And then I can fair <laughs> go fair because <laughs> it'll be more useful for you. You want to use it for creating yeah. little cute videos and whatnot, and that's for great. for our show. I want to be able to do more stuff for, for our, our show. show for our show. What, you're gonna gonna Here's ride the
3: thing: a drone in the studio? No, but <laughs> Maybe. you know it's, what can we it's actually small enough to do that. And by the
4: way. I don't know if you know this, but when Zave's in town, he drives cars. Yeah, uh, and we have to that. do videos yeah. about yeah. those that cars. Is true. Yeah, And I have to do the same damn video every time in the parking lot of him driving down the one yeah. part of the parking lot. It's boring. I want to switch it up. But I, I need something to be able to do that. And iHeart, as much as I love them, doesn't want to give me money to be able to do that.
3: <laughs> I can't imagine why they don't want to do so, that. So, <laughs> but there's that. here we are.
2: Here's the thing about the Mavic Mini and i believe this firmly the, they say in photography the best camera in the world is the one you have on you
3: also and true and so
2: the yes. smallest camera is usually the best one the mavic mini is the smallest drone and you can charge it josh through a simple usb port right into the drone that's you don't need a, that's a, an advantage you don't need a special uh, you know charging block and plug it into a 110 outlet that's huge it's small but stable in the wind it takes 2.7k footage which is still quite good and it's perfect for what you would want that's the drone you should have i'm probably going to give you my mavic mini and then i'm going to sell this mavic original with the extra batteries to some chump on ebay for 360 and then i'm going to get the mavic air 2
3: there you go
2: because that's got image quality that I can mm-hmm. live by. What's the uh see the Maverick See, the, D- see yeah. the big shell game yeah, going it's, on? It's see the kind of And, and the thing is, I things. get it, because, because it, you're getting so excited. You're. That's I the know. thing,
4: is that you need I to, like you I'm need I'm to screw some.
2: Right, exactly. I'm trading a linebacker. I'm cutting a guy. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing a guy from the practice squad. It's all a fucking shell game that basically the relentless onslaught of middle age and family obligations will lead you to do to find some excitement in your life.
3: Yeah. So there I you feel go. Like I'm
2: already kind of there. Yeah, but right. I uh, fine.
4: I don't care what I what I don't want to do is spend two hundred dollars on a piece of garbage. I'm not going to no. let you that, spend
2: any money. You're uh, going to have my Mavic Mini for free until you lose it or until I, which will probably it happen. Though.
3: It, why? Eh, eh, they, can they disconnect from the remote, and then you're yeah. kind of like, oh shit. Oh, yeah.
4: I don't know if you know how much I worry. I was watching him. I don't even know which one it was, but you had a drone at Sunburn Bowl, and he was on the we were on the, the top Pro, okay yeah, yeah. On the top floor, and he's just doo doo doo, and it's and like over, the ocean, yeah. over the oh, ocean over the ocean yeah. halfway off the coast, and it had plenty. It was connected, it was good, and the whole time I'm just like,
2: yeah, you were getting very triggered. That's by a
4: ter- it. That's, This is a terrible idea. Yeah,
2: this, why? What's the worst? Oh, man? you're losing. Just, it.
3: just gonna crash in the water. <laughs> It's not, I mean, yeah. not going to hurt. What's he going to do, swim hole? out there and get it? No, okay. not, it's gone.
2: Hold on. Yeah, from
3: yeah a right, guy,
2: then it's gone. From yeah. a guy who lost his shit when I flew your Mavic into the tree in Scotland. You'd well, like, what's the worst that could happen? Well, I showed right, you. I've heard that story I, uh, 24 times. I, I backed the drone into a 90-foot tree. And and all the winds in Scotland couldn't yeah. blow it down. Well, it was also were,
3: raining that night too. Yeah, which you were
2: was... <laughs> still worked though when it was it's all still, said and it done. It still works. Still know. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but anyway, so that's going to be the deal on the drone. All right, I can't. I take love it. Your money. I can't. I won't take it. And I feel like I'm taking money, of uh, food off of little Jordy's, you know, table. Even though he doesn't eat sometimes, your son. Yeah. I Feel like if I'm going to take three hundred bucks oh, from he you, eats his
3: goldfish and <laughs> right. Well, that's a cracker. Yeah. Yeah. So Chip got Cracker. That. You know what he really he
2: likes? Fruit and grain bars. Of course he does.
3: Fruit and grain wow. I know. What, what the chip so,
4: likes that? My on God. a more
2: serious note, okay, Josh also caused me to go spend five hundred plus dollars. <laughs> Inadvertently. You didn't mean to, <laughs> okay. and it's okay. Okay. You caused me to go splurge five hundred plus dollars on awards plaques for my office. What? <laughs> Yes, definitely, inadvertently, ever hear Are you of... you on the
3: heavy... Did you buy your heavy hitters plaque?
2: Ring? <laughs> oh, did I geez. buy one? I bought all four. Why is there four? Four years in a row, oh. I've been in the top 100 of the Talkers magazine. Yeah. Sports Talk Top 100. A stupid-ass award that, you know, a ranking that's made up by a bunch of bullshit douchebags that are not in the business, that can't get a job, that are doing this for whatever reason. And then they pawn off the rankings to a company called Showmark that then sells horribly overpriced plaques, mm-hmm. $150 a piece. Sure, But I got them down to 114 because I bought the Ooh. whole set of four. Okay, And I asked them, I said, could you put my name and my ranking on the engraving? And they said, no problem. Okay. So so, I went back, and I got all four years. The last four years, I've been just barely in the top 100. I said, can you ask
3: him to fudge one and say, like, number three? <laughs> I was going to say, do you want that? Like, number 97
2: of I know. 100. No, I don't want that. I wish he was higher, but uh, I also wish I had a 20-year no-cut contract. I don't have that either. I could have made a plaque that said anything. It could have been like the Michael Scott World's Best Boss mm-hmm. trophy, right? Sure. But I got these. World's number one dad. Right. But I got these because, well, two reasons. One, it's a bit of a con game. I'm buying their shit. Don't you think Showmark's going to go tell heavy talkers, hey, this guy buys our shit? You should probably push him up Bump the ranks. Up, yeah. Bump him up. Put I him might, at, I might be able to. be three 83 next year. Right. Maybe these other hosts, who are also douchebags like me, maybe they've been buying these plaques for years. And you had no Maybe idea. Maybe
3: that's why Colin Coward makes all of his money, because he buys the plaque well, every year. And he's might be number that. two Who or knows? three or whatever he is on the list. Who's Colin Coward?
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So anyway, but I bought the plaques because it dawned on me, number one, if I'm going to be doing some video snippets of the shows and the podcast in my home studio, it's not bad to have some awards in the back. Sure. Know? Of course. Like, it's amazing how some people see that and they go, oh. Wow, he's somebody. He's mm-hmm. in the top 100, four years running. It's total bullshit. It's like best new restaurant or best new public course you can play. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And those things, by the way, are a big graft, a grift oh, thing, aren't yeah. they? Where you, a total. magazine lists their top public courses in Wisconsin, and they say, well, if you would like to be in the rankings. Goodbye yeah, but ad it's bad with us.: It's generally the same 10 know, to 12 every year, too, so it's, so it's like: Which will soon be the last 10 public courses still in business. No. Although no this it year was the repeat. such rebound. a great year this year. The every golf course, been great. Yeah. every
3: every peop, every person I still know working in the golf industry just had a killer. They did. Killer. So yeah.
2: more importantly, the reason that I got the stupid fucking plaques is I started to get existential about my career and I I don't think I'm close to being over, but it could end at any time, you know what I'm saying? And I thought <laughs> if well, it ends that? tomorrow, then if it ends tomorrow, then what do I have to show for it? My answer now is some overpriced plaques <laughs> mm-hmm. that will be on my wall. Yeah. And my daughters and my wife can say, oh, look at, look at look those at plaques. Look dad at these is, things that have no guy. resale value. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. No resale, very little meaning, no respect in the industry. Never mind the beautiful house I've put them in for the last how many years? Nah. Here's the plaques. And I know my wife and daughters are proud of me, but I just figured it's a tangible something yeah. for a life spent, you know, putting spittle into these microphones. Mm-hmm. And the plaques are a nice thing because a
3: lot of times you get these awards from jobs that are like these elaborate little trophies. Or a, I have one from TaylorMade. That's like, it's a crystal base, and then it's got a, just a long, skinny... Silver.
2: What was the award for? uh, With a little
3: rep of the year. Dome on top of the. But it's literally, the top of it is, it's a pointy, sharp edge, and the base of it is a heavy piece of crystal. I'm like, well, there's a
2: potential murder weapon that Patty can use at (laughs) at some point. And, And that was for rep of the year. Yeah. And what'd you get for rep of the year? I got that trophy, and that was it. No, no. Ultimately, what did you get? Uh, I shown the door. You got fired, not for bad performance, just it was downsizing. Yeah, they changed their business operations. Mm-hmm. Boom, goodbye. And wow, that's the you thing suck. with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the truth. See, that's what Josh yeah. is going to learn. So mm-hmm. anyway, the reason I was also getting sort of existential about my career and why, I better buy these plaques just in case. Is that, you know, Josh was talking to me about what happens when I'm out and you're out, getter. On <laughs> you could day. be any day because you're almost 100. I loved getter.
3: your response when you asked, me, he showed you that sheet that he's got kind of laid down. He's like, I don't care if you fart for three hours. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm what, not here. You know what the best part is? Because, you know, you want to remember all the things your mentor said. So I wrote it down a little asterisk yeah. or, or fart for or three fart. hours. Yeah. There it is. Sure. So, <laughs> yeah. you know,
2: I want to make sure. I didn't want forget. So you want to be a boss jock, lead dog, alpha personality that goes on to do rock star things in radio. I want to do what we're doing now, but I know that eventually you're both
4: going to go away.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. (laughs) And then uh, I'm going to have to find other people to do this with. and
4: I don't want to always have to be
2: in the two spot. You want to be the man. If that, if you want to be a up. one, you don't want to be a two. I don't blame you. That's a good thing to want to be. I don't. I want to be
4: versatile. I want to be able to be the producer. I want to be the two. I want to be the one. I don't want to be. Oh well, we can't run the show with just him because he only knows how to be. No, I
2: hear you. These. You're right. You don't want to get typecast as just a two or an off guard, not a point guard, whatever the analogy is. Yeah. I get it. Well, you got to have something to say. You got to have a shtick. You got to have an angle. You got to have some experience. You know, you have to be like on American Idol when they say, as an artist, I don't know what you're going for. (laughs) And I watch Idol and I go, that bitch ain't no artist. She's just a bartender who can sing a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So you got to have a shtick to you and you got to learn how to be an alpha. Now, can you be the alpha of the show when I'm gone and Gitter's gone? I suppose. I guess you're going to get that chance. Although Tim Hot, Red Hot Tim Scott's going to sit in with you guys, right?
4: So I don't know.
2: kind of run the show. All right. Well,
4: eventually He does he is in a boot. He
2: is off of the uh, the scooter. <clears throat> right. So that might help. So, eventually you may get the chance to be that lead guy, and that's great. But is sports talk where you want to try to make it? Yes. Okay. Cuz the other avenue is Why not music radio? FM. Like FM music radio. A DJ type route.
4: No Spin the Hits. No. Why not? No. Because that's Let's talk about pit that's bull. a completely different world. I respect that world. But that's not mm. that's you have to you have to be very quick. You have to fit everything you're trying to talk about in thirty seconds in between songs. You don't have to talk as much. That's true. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy plaques for 114 hundred dollars. Your voice won't be like his you right. still can. Look, not everyone's voice (laughs) ends up like his. You have to do 18 hours of radio a day
2: for your voice to end up like that. Well, there's that. Well, I mean, the problem is sports talk radio has become so saturated and so just commoditized. They're giving sports talk radio jobs to any Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yeah, I mean, that's how how we got here. And you might might say, hey, I want to be that guy. And I'm like, okay, well, you could get a job somewhere. But then you're just one of a bunch of other people looking to buy a fucking plaque in the top 100 <laughs> if you're even lucky enough to be in the top 100. It's almost I like could I make think, it up, too. Right. You could probably make it up. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to dissuade you from the dream. I don't, want to waste your, I don't want you to waste your time, though. That's something I sort of worry about, you pursuing this thing. Sports talk radio is not very transferable. You know Milwaukee and Wisconsin sports. True. The fuck do you know? What if you got a job in Tulsa? you going to go yeah. talk mm. Tulsa in, sports? Uh, What's that, Arizona? <laughs> yes, Tulsa, Arizona. <laughs> Oklahoma, you hillbilly. I was joking. You ready to pack your family up and move? You know, No. Tim Murray has been doing the sports talk radio yeah. game, packed his mo- family up, moved to Vegas. Now, I would love that, but I don't know if his family loves it or not. Sure. Born and raised in the D.C. area mm-hmm. and lived in Annapolis, Maryland. That's a big culture change. Oh, yeah. But he did it because it was a good job, and his wife and kid and dog said, okay, fine. Dog didn't have much yeah, of an
3: so Manti didn't have much of a <laughs> say in that move, I don't think. Well, how do you know? <laughs> Nor did Sawyer. Probably not. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, yeah. So
2: But it's all just so fleeting. So, anyway, all I can say is I'll support you doing it. But I can't guarantee anything, at least in terms of the show or in terms of what Tim wants you to do. That's all sort of, you know, Tim's the boss. He is the boss. Tim's my boss, too. Yeah. I think he's
4: is he your boss, too, Kidder? Yes. Of course. Okay, so I want to make sure.
2: Yeah, so he's all of our boss. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a good boss. Good guy to work for. He gets it. Respects us. Does he listen to the tape cast? Leaves us. Uh, probably not. Okay. This will yeah. get back to him. Though. Yeah, it, sure. but he,
4: yeah, he's the best boss. He's the best boss we could have. <laughs> listen to you. Uh at, Wow. In Just what we do. You know? We're very, we're very, we're hashtag blessed.
3: Okay, stop.
2: Okay, Liz. that's Everybody enough. can see through that now. That's enough right there. I don't know advice you, i do i do say this josh you should you should be stand. you should be doing all the digital shit you can with this yes. show yeah building websites the the saucy nugs or trash podcast that you guys do once a week on the iheart platform i right? talk get her eats food yep it's great yeah. get her i hear you're not participating strongly that's enough not true
4: this. no he does it's just mostly it sounds like this <laughs>
3: Well. It's my it's my hook. Oh, it's good. It's it's my, it's, 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 it's my stick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, Gitter's found himself. He's found his calling. Okay. It's eating on the radio. <laughs> I mean, this week it could be drinking beer on the, at 9:30 in the morning or we tape it. That'd be a good one.
2: Gitter's a little f- too far down the road to have dreams of being right. The man. His oh, yeah. his IRA is maxed. Totally. No, it's He's not not ready that. to go. <laughs> it's not, no. The it's nursing not home that. is calling. I mean, you got, what, 13 years on him? You're 43, Getter. Uh, I'll be 45 <laughs> Daddy, this year. 45. He's so 40, 40. You're so
3: old. 40. <laughs> old as fuck. Uh, <laughs> 45 next month. But
2: Getter uh. was with me in the early days. When I know, the, when back the industry, in the Civil War. I, no, I'm telling you, the industry was so different oh, back man. in the day. The,
3: the it, editing of highlights back then. Which was literally real to real, Josh is like has no fucking clue what real to real
2: is probably. I
4: only know because you've told me. Yeah. Before, yeah. So
2: you would you would get a real to real player and you would have a razor blade and chalk mm-hmm. and mark on the tape where the cut is. And then literally cut it. Yeah, literally mark and cut tape and, tape. It. and yeah. then tape it together. And also the, the the people that were on the air, it's like they kind of had to have a real gum- gumption and desire to do the job and have an opinion about sports. And now the takes on sports are all over the place. Oh, yeah. There's take stores on TV, on social media, on websites, on podcasts, everywhere. So nobody's take is much better or different or insightful. So it's a lot different than it was.
3: You have to be just so on the peripheral, like have like the most obscene take for it to be noticed by a lot of people. You don't right. want to say, well, yeah, the Packers sucked You say, well, no shit. Everybody
2: watched the game. To me, there's not going to be any more sports radio superstars. There's not not going to be any more Jim Romes. There won't be any more Colin Cowards. There won't be any more Mike and the Mad Dogs. There's no way to rise above. There's no national hosts that are going to be like, oh, I listen to the guy. I mean, Rome was the one big national host who kind of broke free and was a guy who was syndicated all over the place. What about Clay Travis? I mean, he's... Well, Clay will tell you he's huge. Mm -hmm. Well, so will all of his VIP subscribers. He is cleared
4: by a lot of stations. Just go to Outkick.com right now. (laughs) Annual fee. You can join the millions of subscribers to Clay Travis Outkick. And you get an autographed copy of the best-selling book.
2: Yep. All right, so what happens if one sideways step and Fox says, you know what, we're out? Then where does Clay Travis go? ESPN? Nope. No chance. Where else? Nowhere. Yeah. He's, he's, there He really is nowhere else. Right, and he's smartly building his own platform. Political radio? Well he's smartly building his well, own platform. He is platform. a lawyer, so I mean, he's kind, he's of, kind of already of that, doing yeah. that if you yeah. listen to his show. Yeah, but he's building his own platform. I want I want all of us to start building our own little, you know, uh, Zabe world on ninety seven three the game digitally. We should have our own website, we should have our own supporting videos and podcasts and special events and everything else. Cultivate that on our own. And don't even let the mongrels at iHeart get involved in it because then they kind of own it. This should be for us.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
2: you're right. So as soon as you're done crushing that Pabst, get get chopping on that. Okay, let's uh, learn how to build a website. We, I bought a camera. Just go to Wix.com.
3: And
4: I got to tell you about this it. story before we end this. Yeah. So I bought this camera because I talked to you, Zabe, about – uh, if we were going to start recording video of some of the segments we do on air, right. if we should have it to where there's a camera on each person or a camera that just, you know, allows you to see everyone right. in or one shot or fly a
3: drone in the studio.
2: Or we fly a drone <laughs> it, it,
4: that it, it, wasn't an option at the time, right. but now that's moved to number 1. Mm-hmm. Uh
2: so I bought this camera and I <laughs> so this, this is called the 360 all around webcam.
4: Yeah, there's a very high percent chance that it is going back to um Best Buy that, tomorrow. It's a good thing that, you
2: destroyed the box. Yeah, That thing it, looks like nice hot job. garbage right there. I know.
4: It's, it is. it uh, is. And if you think that's bad, just wait until you see. Here's the, here's the all-around view of, uh, huh. of everyone.
3: What if you turn that lamp on? Is it going to get better? Well, I didn't know. It'll help.
2: I'm sure it is. Yeah, maybe a tiny, little bit. Tiny, yeah. tiny sensor. So <laughs> crank the ISO just to get it up. <laughs> that's I'm asking, pretty
3: good If it, if it was lit better.
4: Yeah, if we were all a little lit, we'd be better. But, well, that so I'm, sure. I'm checking out at Best Buy, and I'm asking the guy, uh, okay, you know, just return policy on this, the warranty? blah, blah, blah. No, the I, I didn't get the warranty because totally it's electronics. And as I'm talking to this kid who's going, uh, let me ask because he didn't know anything, I hear just this table shaking. And I'm like, like I could okay. tell it was a table. But I'm like, where the hell is that coming from? And I look... And there are two girls that are just attacking the iPhone display table, just shaking it back and forth. And I'm like, are they fighting? Are those girls fighting each other in a
3: Best Buy? All right, time out. Why didn't you take your phone out and start videotaping
4: Literally deer in headlights. I was just... uh, Are these
2: two blue shirts, or are they civilians? Civilians. Civilians shaking the iPhone table left and right. Yes. Were their iPhones spilling off their stands and falling off the table like mayhem?
4: There were enough to where then they each had two, and they ran out the door.
3: Shut. (laughs) So they Mm -hmm. stole them? Yep. Fuck up. And I I was like... You witnessed. Was this right over here? Yep. Holy
4: fuck. And I was like, oh... Okay, and this guy goes, "Well, nothing we can do about that." And I went, (laughs) and I looked at him, kind of just like, "No, you can't, nothing." And he goes, and he goes right at the end. Hold on, and he goes, "Well, it's only my second day here, so I assume." (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh, man, okay,
3: wow. So
2: so wait, why this just
3: happened today?
4: Literally hour, like an hour before I
2: got here. Oh my god, why? Did they have to shake the table? Were they secured? Yeah,
4: apparently. And so they were trying to rip off the... Because, the, you know, the security mounts are, like, stuck so, to okay. the table. So
3: they they took the ones on display?
4: Uh, So there were... Yeah, so there was...
3: Those aren't working phones.
4: So No, they are. There were... And there were ones that but, were... But, but they can just disable them right they're away. They're
2: easily brickable.
3: Yeah.
4: Right. But so there were... I think there were multiple. So there were ones that were packaged and ones that were on display like they the show that, it
3: the, the ones that you're buying they, they have to go like in the back like, right Kiwi, exactly and they, you need the thumbprint and your retinal scan look to get and, the and phone these out
4: they had like a plan i mean they got them they both went out one went through the entrance one th- went through the exit and so there were two people because you know like in any best buy you have a guy standing at like a little council right when you yeah. walk in there were two people there one woman had like a i don't know, like a latte or something some starbucks and she was like I'm on break. (laughs) So she she was just about to start walking out. She was maybe 10 feet past that center council when this all happened. And I'm telling you, I mean, there were at least three blue shirts within a 20-foot radius. No one moved. Well, why would you? That was exactly what I thought after the fact. After it happened, I was what like, I, "What am I
2: going to do? Risk her boyfriend waiting at a car? I shooting garan- Right? I if guarantee I'm be you, iPhone fucking hero. I guarantee you, store an, policy. They have a car outside, outside waiting for them? That is store policy. Let yeah, him I'm go. Sure it is.
4: When I worked at the bank, I worked at US Bank, and we had to take every six months we had to take classes, you know, online classes on how what to, get, to do in x x amount, of, x amount of situations. Oh, and every single time, it is. No matter what, just give it to him yeah don't care at all
2: <laughs> shit
4: we can track well, wow. and, and people don 't understand we can they could i mean they could track literal dollar bills. And I'm
2: like, well, guess what? You guys are gonna be fine. Guess These what? iPhones are. Fine. They can fucking track an iPhone. Too. Oh,
3: yeah, absolutely, Pretty they easily. can. Yeah. In fact, yeah.
2: they're gonna track them right to jail. As they, they're just gonna call the police. Yep, somebody stole the. Fucking <laughs> Here's where they are. Again. Right, watch them. Right, boop. Boop, 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 boop. and they're gonna think they're real smart. Like, turn off tracking. No, that's. not. But right. I've
4: never, I've never seen something like that happen in well, real time.
2: Like, actually see it. But you gotta remember, a lot of people are in this country are struggling to eat, and it might have been for food. They might have needed food. Or maybe it was the cries of the unheard voicing their utter fatigue at being oppressed in this country. They needed those iPhones. Well, yeah. yeah. Or they thought, hey, we could sell this and yeah. make some cash. Wow. Okay, so back to this camera. This camera cost Yeah, how so
4: much? after that happened, I turned back to the guy and go,
2: you know what? I'll figure it out so you can just ring this up. Thanks. Yeah. So what was? how much was it? It was one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, you're getting one hundred twenty dollars with the camera. Interesting concept, big old bug eye fisheye lens. Yeah, theoretically gets everybody in the shot. Quality would not pass my muster. No and chance. Probably well, probably buggy as nor shit. Nor am I the expecting it to. Stinks as well. But good try. I appreciate the try.
3: All right, boys. Did you do some research on this before no. you purchase
2: it? No. No. Uh, oh, by the way, I got a, sense. I got a,
3: I got a FedEx notification. Your, uh, your lens is coming on Wednesday.
2: Thank you very much. <laughs> Now, now my wife is going to hear about the lens for the camera. You know what? She doesn't care. <laughs> She's thing. not listening. A, if she hears, she doesn't care because she knows. She sees my shelf full of, you know, uh, shelf full of cameras. She knows it's my hobby. All right, boys. Can Don't rob some, Best Buys. Yeah, can we get some food, for God's sakes? Let's Please. do it. All right. Hotel Room Podcast is over. Let me end with a couple emails here, or at least one email in particular, and some thoughts. Chris Maloof says, hey there, Steez, loyal ale coin holder here, with what happened to Chad Dukes on 106.7 The Fan last week in D.C. By the way, he was fired out of the blue for allegedly racist and inappropriate remarks on his own podcast from... Weeks ago or some time ago, it's uncertain what the comments are. All of his podcasts were purged in a midnight purge. Nobody seems to know what it is. The speculation about some comments that seemingly were on the edge. uh, I can tell you firsthand knowledge, not the case. This is something from much further back. Anyhow, do you feel like that could happen to you? I know you stopped blogging because of the awful cancel culture. You talked about that on the podcast. But what about the Zabecast? You don't say anything a rational person would not would call outlandish. But guess what? Those people who want to cancel aren't rational, are they? Anyway, I'm just looking out for you. As things get weirder and weirder out there, we need people like you to keep fighting the fight for free speech and the truth. Thanks for doing what you do, Chris Maloof. Um, <clears throat> question. You said, are you afraid... Of this happening to you. am I'm not afraid. I'm aware anything could happen to me. But I generally stand by everything and anything I say. Because I'm constantly calibrating in my head what I'm saying, how I'm saying it. And I'm keeping a constant and vigilant eye on the line as it moves. Because the line is moving. Like, for example, there was a story today about some dipshit in India who was sold, a doctor, a doctor dipshit, who was sold an Aladdin's lamp. Yeah, for like $90,000 equivalent American in rupees. Because the guy that sold him was like, no, this is a magic lamp, I swear to God. You keep this, you rub it, make a wish, genie comes out, good to go. And I'm like, oh my God, what a fucking story that is. And my first instinct was to do an Indian voice. But you can't do those now because that's off limits. Now, I also know because I keep an eye, a keen eye on the line here of what is and is not acceptable, I knew that if it was a German story, you can do the German voices all the time. White European voices, you can make fun of. And it's not so much making fun of him because he's Indian. It's just adding a little bit of theater of the mind flavor to the story itself. Hell, I'm kind of surprised Apu and The Simpsons has not been canceled yet, although I think he, didn't he get, did they cancel Apu, the character, or did they just have somebody else voice it? I don't know. Anyway, yes, I'm aware of how crazy it's getting, but it is what it is. I've said what I've said. I stand by it. I will not apologize for anything uh, or anybody, uh, to anybody or for anything. You know, This is just going to be a fact of life when you are both on a regular outlet, and you're doing your own podcast. But yeah, it just was something that I said, whoa, that's pretty shocking. Now, once upon a time, stations could would back up their top talent to the hilt. I mean, they would absolutely say, we're not going to bow to pressure from a few people and say, oh my God, we got to fire this guy. They would back you. But that was at a time in which there was no avenues for people to complain. I mean, you could, <clears throat> you could write a letter to the station and you could say, oh, you know, I had a problem with this. But it, it didn't go anywhere. Nobody saw the complaints. Even if there was 10 complaints, which would have been a lot over something a DJ or a sports host said, they all died in the inbox of the general manager or at the reception desk where the physical letter went. You can maybe harangue a local news outlet. Did you hear what this person said? You should write an article about that. Well, back when newspapers were thriving and relevant, nobody would take time to bother to write a story about some grievance about something somebody said. But now, as you know, Facebook and Twitter will always convey and take your grievance and amplify it and metastasize it, no matter how trivial or factually incorrect it might be. If it excites the right viral virtue mobs, then a little non-traversy is up and running before you know it. And then the corporations start to freak out, and they start to panic. They're like an elephant that sees a mouse in the room. Oh, my God! And they are so easily rattled. The traditional media will then cover the non-traversy, After it's bubbled up and maybe after somebody has been fired and it's wash, rinse, repeat. So what's the end game? I don't know. It's hard for us in the spoken word business who are tasked with being entertaining. You must entertain. You must grab an audience, keep an audience, grow an audience and do it by standing out in an increasingly wide sea of voices and options and choices. And yet, but don't be too appealing. Don't be too funny. Don't be too sarcastic. Don't say that or voice this or something else. So, yeah, it's a dicey time. I don't know if there's a way out. I don't know if there's a way to make it better. I don't know if there is a way to mitigate the chances of somebody coming out and trying to stir up some shit and say, you got to fire this guy. I don't know. We, we tread carefully as best we can. Another email, Zabe, great explanation of pull tabs yesterday. You're totally right. We all have a strategy. I always play straight across, usually never more than 20 bucks, and I let my winnings ride. Years ago, they used to just have a legend on the wall telling you what wins what, and a few times I remember being so cockeyed drunk, uh, going, holy fuck, I just won $250. I like the new way, LOL. Some tickets pay out more than $400, uh, more than $250. i have won 400 and 500 in one ticket before. I'm in my, in my late 20s and early 30s. I went on a run of about $2,500 in two to three years in winnings. I don't frequent the bar as much as I used to, but I still play when I get the chance. Crap to you, Neil in Wisconsin. Nice. A couple other texts uh, or emails about my voice and my throat. Thank you very much. I think I've got enough. I'm going to do the best to manage it I can right now. I'm going to see a doctor next week. And let's hope we get a fix for it. But yeah, it's still a bit on the Fritzy. All right, that's enough for today. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy the cone of silence if you're gonna do that today on election day. And remember, tomorrow morning we gotta get up and all haul the crab pots of our life, no matter what the weather is. If it's stormy and nasty and freezing and awful, we gotta do it. If it's beautiful and calm and sunny, guess what? You gotta do it. Life is more than politics, so let's get to living it. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great Tuesday and we will see you tomorrow.
1: Save ten dollars today at SheFit.com slash twenty twenty-two.
2: Hey Zabe here from My Bookie, the official sports book of the Zabe cast. Real payouts, real customer service, absolutely rock solid place to get your sweet action on when it comes to sports. What a glorious time we're in right now. NFL is going, college football's going, about to add in the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Baseball playoffs are here every single night. There is no shortage of games to watch or bet on, and you need to get on with my bookie. Whatever it is you like to bet, lay low and then wham! Hit them with a big sh- right hook of a bet, or maybe just dabble, or have a little bit here, a little bit there. Do it from your phone. It's so convenient. Play some parlays, underdog parlays. Make meaningless games meaningful for you by putting a little something something on it. And go to MyBookie.com to do it. When you sign up, Use the promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to 1000 bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start in your winning season. Read the rules and regulations so you understand how the bonus payout works and you're on your way. Promo code ZABE to claim that bonus when you make your deposit. Stacked UFC cards, the Masters coming up, presidential prop bets. Oh, it is sweet action all over the place. MyBookie.com, the official. And reputable and rock solid sports book of this, the ZabeCast.